It is what it is Monday. Shit. It is what it is. You know. I wonder if I should put my damn helmet on today. Hey, that's the good juju right there. Hey, man, we back. It's Monday. It's Monday, November 14th. It is what it is. Monday, the second week. But it is what it is, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Man, man, man. Man to man, pa. I'm Antoine Bethea. Got my co-host, D-Butt. Yes, sir. What's good, bro? How was your weekend? Weekend was great, man. Weekend was excellent. When um, when saw Black Panther, well, uh, Wakanda Forever. Did you see that yet? Nah, not yet. Not okay. yet. We was okay. we, we gonna tap into that this week. Yeah, when when saw that with the fam. Woo, woo. It was it was it was a good one. It's uh about two hours and forty minutes, but it, you know, good storyline. Obviously, you know, um, great action, but. You might you might share one in there too, man. You might share. Yeah. It, it, it got me, but um, but yeah, I, I did that. You know, spent some time with the fam, obviously. Uh, and then you know, had a good 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 day of football yesterday. No good doubt, day of football, very no enjoyable day. Um, just watching that as a as a as a fan. Uh, but um, and obviously our coach, coach, coach made it. Coach put the cherry on top. Jeff Saturday's debut. So uh. My my weekend was great. Starting this weekend, week off right here at the Man to Man Pod. How was your weekend, bro? Man, it was good, man. It was good, man. My uh, one of my right hand men got married this weekend. Shout out to Foots. Um, was the best man. Was one of the best mans in there, man. So you know, had a good time. Friday all weekend. Friday, um, Friday. We we're trying to get AB to send his pics in. AB send them. <laughs> Hey, proud all weekend. But again, like you said, got back to the crib, man. Was able to catch up on some um on some football, man. And like you said, our coach got their um got their win. You know what I mean? So happy to talk some football today, man, with you. Yes, sir. And the crew. Yeah, man. You gotta get to it, man. Um, we have some people in here. I was in talking trash about Jeff Stoddard. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna more, say, more. Man, but it is what it is. Oh, 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 oh I hit down accent on that. Oh, it's what it is. Monday, you know, we're gonna get to it on the other side. We're gonna talk, obviously, NFL Sunday. We're gonna preview uh, tonight's game uh, between the Commanders and the Eagles. Yeah, from F1, we had the Brazil Grand Prix this weekend, had a little, a little, a little controversy. Between uh, the Red Bull drivers, but uh, Mercedes got their first win. George Russell got a win. Lewis Hamilton finished second. Um, and uh, whatever else tone our producer got got on the agenda, man. We're going to get to it, man. A lot of ball talk, man. Let's go. A lot of ball talk. We got updated. Who we got updated records? It's crazy. Get it. I them joints yesterday. I thought I, I felt like I was doing way better than that. Mm-hmm. I think it's short but mm, it, is what it, is. it is what it is, man. That's it, man. See y'all get to it.
Hey. Yo, yo. Man, let's jump right into this shit, man. What we what we what we starting off with? Hey, our coach, man. We gonna jump right into it. Jump right into it. Throw the helmet on. Throw the helmet on. Our coach are now sitting at four, five, and one. Let's go. After going to Sin City and beating the Raiders 25 to 20. It was a lot, a lot of talk. A lot of chatter. A lot of chatter. I mean, rightfully so. Rightfully so. You know, rightfully so, the way it was done. But neither here nor there, Jeff Saturday, 1-0 as an NFL head coach. And as everybody talked about, you know, really no college coaching experience or in the league. But Jeff Saturday came out in the press conference and said, look, man, I'm a leader of men, man. Yeah. I played this game for 14 years at the highest level, playing the center position. Shit, I know what it takes. I played with multiple Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> F all that coaching experience. I know how to get it done. And then oh, prior, you know, he already said, man, the Raiders was trash. You know what I'm saying? So he, he took his team. They took that charter flight, landed. Man, he got it done, man. I'm happy for Jeff Saturday, the coach, man. You seen that? You're in, uh, the, the the camera in the locker room after the game seems like um, the players were happy. Yep. And it was just looked like a different team, man. It looked like a different team. We talked about last week what we would do. We would put Matt Ryan back under the center. They did that. Oh, um, Jonathan Taylor, man, ran his ass off. The old line played better. Defense doing what they do. Hey, man. Hey, and I told you, hey, the last eight games that the coast go 500, you did. You had hey. you had higher you had higher expectations than I did. But um, eight, eight games, obviously, it's a long time, and I and, and usually the first one, especially with interim head coaches, you know they're gonna come out and fight for that. It's a, it's it's a fresh start. It's a fresh voice. Um, you know everybody kind of a little rejuvenated. But yeah, we 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 saw this one coming. Uh, you know we saw this one coming, Jeff. Is he the right guy for the job? Will he be the guy long term? We don't know. But he said he wasn't back down from the challenge. Uh, Jim, he obviously had a long, probably 20-plus year relationship with Jeff at this point. So, obviously, he knows him, knew what he was getting from him. And, uh, man, the guy, like you said, it just looked different. It just felt different. Um, hey. Damn, go on. Uh, hey, hold, hold, hold on, cuz. What's up? What'd you say? About the Colts game yesterday? The energy. The energy was different. The the Colts O-line played better like I expected they would. Jonathan Taylor, he was healthy back in the lineup. He bought a freak. He got going. Uh, What, 140 on the ground? 140, got another tug. I think it was first touchdown since week one or something like that. We scored first quarter points for the first time in six weeks. Uh, Parks Frazier, shout out to Parks Frazier, you know, calling his first game um, in the NFL in, what, week 10 uh, with no experience. Uh, Matt Ryan getting back in there, uh, played a pretty clean game. Uh, but, yeah, man, like like we, we said on Thursday, 
um, you know, coaching, head, being that head coach, the most important thing is that leadership part of it and, and, and being able to rally the troops and being able to get the guys going in good times and bad times. Um, and, and, and he did that. Obviously, managing the game, managing situations. I, I can remember vividly going into halftime. They they executed that that operation to get those three points before getting that second half kickoff. Um, yeah. He challenged, you know, it was a challenge early in the first half that ended up being the third down stop that we ended up getting. And it was a quick, you know, he took probably advice and somebody in the headphones, hey, he dropped the challenge, it, boom, it was quick, decisive, made it happen. That's the things you're looking for. And I'm sure with Jeff, it was all eyes on Jeff. Everybody was waiting for him to mess up. Everybody's waiting for him to do something stupid so they can say, hey, hey. I told you so. You know what I mean? But shout yeah. out to Jeff, man. Um, I'm happy for him and and for the bigger conversation. I do think if he goes in here and he has um, almost any level of success, but um, some real success in this position, even beyond this season, I think this will open doors for more former players um, to get to get in these positions. And it and you know why coaches are upset about it. You you know why these you know. Because you get players that come in at, with this type. Now, every player can't come in and do it. I don't think every player can be a coach, but there are a group of players that I believe that can go into positions and get put in at, you know, elevated positions and will succeed. And I don't think coaches want to do that because, oh, man, you, you're disrespecting this and that. Nah, nah, nah. You just don't want to see that it can be done so you can't keep recycling a lot of these bum-ass coaches that's in the league and just keep yeah. hiring their friends over and over again or their sons or this and that. So um, I loved it, man. But let's get a little peek. Let's get a little peek into uh, Jeff Saturday post-game in the locker room. Been a hell of a week, man. Been a, been a tough one on all of you. Can't tell you how proud I am of each and every one of you. Coaches, players, staff, everybody stepped up. All three phases, man. Things we talked about. Offense, ran it for over 200. Threw it for over 200. Defense, shut 28 down, 77 yards rushing. Had to make a play on 17 at the end. What we do? Make a play at the end. Make a play at the end. Hey, hey, make a play at the end, man. Who goes hardest the longest, man? That's how this game is decided. The most physical football team won today. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Hey, Parks. Congrats, man. Yeah. Fired up. Hey. We all getting balls. Everybody's getting a game ball, man, because we all put it in. Everybody gets a game ball. And my favorite thing about football, Victory Monday. We'll see y'all. Hey. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, he bringing some different, some different energy into the locker room man and you can and you can tell it you know just from you know him you know talking to the talking to the team man and and as he said the most physical team won we talk about it here all the time you know i know it's a, it's a new offensive league you know you want to pass the ball you know you got these big time quarterbacks but if you can run the rock man you got a a, a good chance of you know having being in the game and um again we talked about just him being an offensive lineman Definitely going in that offensive lineman room and and challenging them and, and tweaking some things, man. But again, man, when you able to That's get up in front of the guys, when when you able to get up in front of a, a group of grown men, and they leave that room believing, now they can go out there and fight for you. Yeah, you know they're gonna fight for you, man. So everybody loves a victory Monday. Um, it's a see you Wednesday, man. But obviously, you know guys gonna go in there. They're gonna work. They're gonna get their work in today. Get in the weight room. Um. But again, man, this is this is 
some some good shit, man. And then, you know, again, Jeff Saturday, man, no coaching experience, right? College or NFL level, right? Yeah. Coach on the other sideline, right? Um, ah, talk about it. Coach on the other sideline, and it's not taking any shots, but you know, I I got Jeff took a lot of shots last week, right? No experience, this, that, and the third, whatever the case may be, like. Josh McDaniel, man, he he he's he was successful as a play caller in New England. Long time. But you know, you look at his his head coaching resume, it's not the greatest. So for uh, for a guy to be able to come in with a team that's been struggling, no no head coaching experience, mm-hmm. and be able to take his team on the road and beat a team that's led by a guy who has a tremendous amount that. of coaching experience, like what like what does that say? Again, you know. This is just first game. This is one win, but still, this is this is something that needs to be talked about because a lot of people last week were shitting on our guy. A lot, a lot of people. Um, and, and I felt like you know some of the reactions were just over the top. And, and once again, whatever your opinion is, it is it absolutely crazy? Is it something we haven't seen since the sixties? Yes. So I get the reaction. Me, AB was surprised too. And AB knows Jeff Saturday probably better than most. But this is the most egregious thing I've seen in the NFL. This is – we know what business is. but We've seen this happen in different avenues of business where people get opportunities because who they're close with, what type of relationships they have. And this is the business that we're dealing with in football as well. It happens all the time. Hey, people are going to hire who they're most comfortable having to build with, blah, blah, blah. And I think Jeff – once again, I don't think in, in every locker room you can say, hey, there's 20 players in here that can go in here and coach and be successful at it. But in every locker room that I was in, it was probably at least a good three dudes who I knew, okay, if you put them in that position, they will be successful, especially if you surround them. Because it's not like a head coach just comes in and say, hey, you do this, you do that, offense, you do that, special teams. You, like it's, you put other people in position and you allow them to do their thing and be comfortable in that. And I can see um, Jeff doing that. But the reactions were over the top, especially, mm-hmm. you know, the Joe Thomas one I saw. Like, bro, like, bro. shut your ass up, man. Uh, <laughs> Bill Power, <laughs> Super Bowl winning head coach. I get it. Great, great resume. When he got hired at 34 to be the head coach of the, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of shit to say. Oh, we more qualified. You more this and that. Every year in the draft. You putting somebody, a college kid that's coming into the league, and you put them in position, you get somebody else out of there who have been in that spot for six, seven years. Yeah, they have college playing experience, but so it's it's, it's always some shit going on. So I thought the reactions were were over the top, uh, especially for eight games, interim head coach. Shit, let's see what he does, man. But I'm I'm definitely yeah, excited that. about him. Before kickoff yesterday, I put it on on Twitter. I said it's this the most excited I've been for a coach kickoff all year, and, and you know part of it was just like shit. Let's see how this thing gonna go. But um, mm-hmm. to your point, man, Josh McDaniel, this is second time around as a head coach, and it's one thing to be able to dial up plays and put a game plan together and and, and highlight players' strengths and weaknesses on game day, have a feel for it, and and call plays and mix things up. And I think Josh has been great at that for a long yeah. time in this league. But it's a completely different thing to actually have to manage all those grown-ass – because this ain't college. This ain't high school. These are grown-ass professionals who a lot of them in that locker room making more money than you or have 
been doing what they're doing on the highest of levels. So it's harder to manage those people. Um, so, and, and I heard Brandon Marshall going, I think, up in Adams, and he was talking about obviously he played for Josh McDaniel at Denver, but he kind of went in like, Josh is not equipped to be a head coach, this, that he can't lead men, this, that, the third. And we men in those locker rooms know, and it's quick, too. It ain't, it ain't, it don't take long to find out, especially if shit going south. Like they two and seven right now. You really see the character of your leaders when shit going bad. When shit good, no. when you ain't no, when you seventy through, or every shit, everybody's in a great spot at that point. But and it's like you said, no direct shots at uh, you know, Josh McDaniel, like he's a bad guy or something. It just ain't right, right. It just you know it is what, what it is Monday. It is what it is Monday. And that's what it looking like it is. But shout out to Jeff Saturday and the coach. Wanna know in the Saturday era. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it I see a lot of talk, you know. Nakiba and more. Um, I mean, y'all definitely have, y'all have valid points, and you know, we never said what what happened. You know what they saying about Coach B enemy is right. You know what I'm saying? Like we never said that. We we definitely believe that he um, earns a shot, but that's not to take away. You know <laughs> what people were saying about Jeff. You know what I mean? Shit. So Shit to do with the price tea in China and this, one. and mm-hmm. and also. Once this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it, because the the minority coaches and, and and all that that conversation that's a, obviously a real conversation. Real conversation for They've sure. Been, um, discriminated against forever, even at the quarterback position. Shit, a lot of these uh, PWIs didn't even want black players to play back in the day until some of them started getting them, and then they started getting the shit beat out of them, and then Paul Bear Bryant finally had to start letting them into Alabama. And then look how where it is now. But until we start playing in leagues or having leagues or building leagues where we have diverse ownership, that's the only time we're going to really get true diversity in, when it comes to these leadership roles. That's just the truth of it. It's, it's not just football. This is Fortune 500 companies all over the country. So when somebody owns an entity, you're not telling that person, Matter of fact, if you own an entity, you it could be a million dollar business. You're gonna hire who you're most comfortable hiring to be the CEO of that company. You gonna hire who you who who you want to hire at the end of the day. That's the reality of it. So until we start change that other conversation, as far as hey, building our own or building another another league, and can it compete with the NFL right now? Absolutely not. But at some point, you got to start somewhere, and then you put that pressure. And then you start getting different results, results or sponsorships and money comes in and say, hey, we want more diversity in these leadership roles. And if it doesn't happen, we're going to pull our dollars from the NFL. That's when you'll start seeing change. But outside of that, if you own some yeah. shit, you're going to hire District 41 bar. Like you're going to hire who you want to hire for that to run that period. Like that, that's your shit. So I won't be at the, you know. It is what it is in that regard, but um, situations are situational. No facts, facts, facts. <clears throat> what we got next, man? Actually, since we got that that first game, this game right here. Woo! You get a chance to check this one out. I did, I did, man. Um, this was a good one, man. Overtime to the wire. Um, two good teams. Um, I had picked the Vikings in this one. Um, to beat the Bills. And um, this was a good one, man, all the way down um, until the end of the game. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings, man, rolling right now, 8-1. Um, 
the Bills, man. Bills six and three. Played a solid game. Played a good game. Again, I mean, to your point, I, I tip my hat off the UD button. You kind of mentioned this um a couple weeks back as far as Josh Allen having some bonehead plays. And and yeah. yesterday he had um a few more of those, you know what I mean? So that's something that they really have to the harp on, you know, going down this stretch, you know, because as as the season progresses, they're sitting at number three right now in their division. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Miami Dolphins and the Jets are in front of them. So um they really have to gotta gotta got a harp on that man but great game man great game all over pay uh p2 had two picks Take it. Uh, you said nine four nine five four legend man justin jefferson bruh dog hey i know you said the best the best receiver in the league he, yeah. he he's still not at the top for me you who, who cheetah he's still he's still yeah, at the top yeah cheetah 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 yeah he he just hey that Justin Jefferson, man, I'm looking at the game. I'm like, hey, I know at some point, you know, you want to believe in your players, but at some point, you gotta be like, hey, we gotta switch this shit up, man. Uh, it's it's we had that catch. Yeah, we about to show it right yeah, now. Yeah, we, yeah, right now. Cousins back to throw on fourth and eighteen. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh my goodness! And we got a slow mo five. Bro, I, I I'm watching that, and literally I'm like, ain't no way he can caught that, bro. And, and special, special man. Uh, if so, if you do have him as your top receiver, can't argue with that. Can't no. argue with Jay Chef right now as your top. I still got cheated the top. Uh, Jefferson Diggs, I think those probably the top three guys right now. Whatever order you want to put them in, um. But yeah, he, he he's playing special. To be as young as he is, the way he runs routes, the way he goes up against that ball, um, yeah, going to him. You know, when the money was on the line, he was fine at eighteen, and the, the defense, I guess, didn't adjust well enough. But this game overall, man, this was this was unreal. Like from the the goal line stand that Buffalo made, and then Buffalo gets the ball back and they fumble in the end zone, they score. And then they driving down to get the touchdown in overtime, and then Pat Pete gets his second pick um, of the game. But yeah, Josh Allen, it was good to see him out there, and he looked pretty healthy too. You know, some concerns obviously going into the uh, game, him not practicing, yeah. him not warming up, all those different things. So hopefully he'll be fine for the rest of the year. And uh, talent wise, you know, he can obviously do anything you want a quarterback to do um, with his arm with his legs. Uh, you saw that yesterday. But, uh, you know, there are situations in the game. And sometimes you, you get this with great quarterbacks. Andrew Luck was a young, great quarterback when he played with us. But it was just sometimes he just made some bonehead plays. And yeah. I you see that from uh, from Josh Allen a little too much, and especially in critical situations like red mm -hmm. area. You saw it in the Jets game the week before. And, um, you know, and whenever you talk about a player and something they need to work on, a lot of people, oh, you hate them or you this, that. It ain't hate. It's just that's yeah. just one thing that you say, hey, bro, you can. And a lot of people coming into the, he was the overwhelming favorite to be the MVP this year. Everybody was saying after his playoff run, hey, this is the this is the team that's going. This is the best player in the league playing the quarterback position right now. And when he's at his best, he's definitely in that conversation. Um, but he, he's got to limit those. And I'm sure he's having those same conversations with Ken Dorsey 
same conversations with himself. He knows it better than anybody. Um, and I hope he improves in that area. But that's the one thing that, that you know, watching the tape and then watching on game day that you see, man. But um, Bills, obviously, still a, still a mob. Vikings. The Vikings, man. Hey, serious. I, I had them. I had them in my top. I had them right after the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Um, they are real. Offense, defense, man. Um, they come to play. They come yeah. to play. They play in that cover four on that defense side of the ball, um, playing it really well. And even, you know, even to talk about, you know, Justin Jefferson, the big game he had, and talk about the, the Buffalo Bills and, you know, the defense not really um, making a lot of adjustments. But those catches, though, the defenders were there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, no, 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 three, three, nine isn't on the ball. Yeah, like, so, really, no, not against the against the defenders. It's just mm-hmm. some some great plays by by a great player. You know what I mean? So, again, I mean, that that happens. That happens. But the Minnesota Vikings are real. Um, I, I think at this point of the season, you know, today is it is what it is. Mondays, um, the, the Vikings are real. The Vikings yeah. are real. I think, you know, We'll see. And you know, we still got, you know, eight games left. A lot can happen. But right now, I'm mean, they playing some good ball. They're winning those close games, man. They're playing for each other. Obviously, vibes are high. We always see the, the post-game celebrations on the plane and shit. First-year head coach. Uh, First-year GM. Yep. And, and, and the guys are, are, are buzzing, man, and playing. So, I, I love to see it. And definitely love to see uh, Patrick Peterson having success out there, man. Closing games out, the closer they call them out there. Uh love to, love to absolutely see it, man. Now, question, because I you know this is this is what it is now. Mm-hmm. Where does this catch rank that you've in NFL history? Mm-hmm. That, it was a good, it was a, it was a great no, catch. No, no, no. This this catch is warranted for this conversation. I, usually this will be overreaction. But that catch. It was it was it was great. Catch. Like he was, if he just did that by itself, it'd have been nasty. But Damn, you that, taking that out of DB hand in that situation in history, though. <laughs> I mean, it was a great catch. Like, I mean, it great catch. I always, I mean, in history, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, y'all ain't about to have me out here overreacting all crazy and shit. Like. Nah, don't give me that. Hey, I ain't trying to downplay it or nothing. Like, it was a great, a hell of a catch. Top great three. catch. Top three. Top three in history? History. That I've seen. The Odell one. That Santonio one on the sideline. That Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so. I've seen, I've seen Marv. I, I don't, I, I don't see Marv. That couple jumps. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said. Like, like, yeah, New England. But yeah, with the, the better one. Um, OBJ for sure. Um, this one might be over OBJ. That's what I'm saying. That's the first one I you compare it to one hand, but you know, if you don't want to overreact, so it was a hell of hell of a catch. We're gonna leave it at it is what it is. We ain't gonna take hell it of overreaction, but um, yeah, David Tyree, like y'all, y'all get crazy. That shit was better than David Tyree shit. Man, you tripping. That you David Tyree was what was that in the plate, man? You crazy. Two bowl. Yeah, man. You tripping, D Buck. I think Edelman joined in the Super Bowl too. This top three for me. I don't give a 
Damn, what y'all talking about? Uh, yeah. but our week 10 best before we continue to go. Okay, Tone. In the moment, guy. Damn right. Eight and five, man. A B. I'm eight and five money line last uh, this week. Eight and five against us uh against the spread. That's decent. I'll take that. I take it. I'm uh nine and four money line this week, eight and five against the spread so far. It's obviously before Monday night football tonight. And tone, nine and four across the board on both money line and against the spread. Uh updated season records. Woo! <clears throat> man, money line, I'm 88. 59 and 1 against the spread. I'm 70, 72, and 6. Yep. The NAB got the same record against the spread. 70, 72, and 6. I'm 90, 57, and 1 money line. And we got tone 80, 67, and 1 money line. 66, 76, and 6 against the spread. And for y'all who don't know, against the spread, that's you know, you you not only betting on who wins or loses, but you're betting on that team too also cover that spread that vegas has put out there um and i and we you know you can see yeah bum the top right there fanduel sportsbook presented and sponsored by fanduel sportsbook so that's the lines that we use um hopefully you caught the saturday pick show um as ab said earlier he was at a wedding um i was uh flying solo but um yes we had some bangers we had some winners on there this game kicked off Sunday in Germany, uh, country I have citizenship in, where I was born on. Uh, Seattle Seahawks fell to six and four against the Bucks. Now at five hundred, five and five Bucks. Bucks win twenty one sixteen, so they won and they covered. Any takeaways from this this game right here? How we feeling about Brady and the guys? Um, they got back to five hundred. Um, I, I'm not gonna say it was uh, it was pretty. They played better. I would definitely say that they played better. Uh, I think I still have to see, you know, a little bit more of the Bucks. But you know, again, talking about the the, the division that they are in, um, great chance that they they can win that division. But you know, as you say, you know, you always gonna give um, Brady the passes, Brady, you know, the goat, you know. So we're gonna see how it, how it looks coming down the stretch of the um, other season, man. But on the other side, the Seahawks, man, it was a lot of a little bit. Too late. They tried to make a push, man. Some yeah. um, you know, turnovers early, but um, you know, they 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 made it a game at the end. Um, but you know, it was a solid game. I, I would say this, man. The crowd over there was 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 crazy. The energy in the in the building was 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 high, and um, I would love to play in the atmosphere atmosphere like that. Yeah, it was uh, they're singing uh, country roads, man, oh. everything. Vibes were out there, Jeremy. It's crazy. Um, this is Brady. <clears throat> I think he's first quarterback to start an NFL game in four different countries. Um, which which is crazy. But um, yeah, I had to, I had to bet on the old head in this one, just because of the circumstances. But they get, like you said, the Bucks get back to five and five. Uh, Tom Brady, two and zero. Is he putting the papers in? Is all I'm saying. November football. Oh. <laughs> just said it's November football. Hey, I got to bet on the guy. You know, not not as many distractions there. Um, obviously, that's something tough to deal with personally. But he's uh, they play better, like you said. Run game yeah. got going. Um, pass game looked good now. Outside of that damn that that four net pass to Brown, or what? 
Ah! Hey, they were feeling themselves, D-Bot. Hey. Oh, they was they rolling, too. I don't know what left what you're thinking, man. Uh, rolling out to the right for that, trying to throw it back to Brady. Brady fall. Tariq Woolen, the biggest, fastest corner in the league right now. Got his easiest pick of the year. Brady went, uh, tripped him. Uh, oh, that was bad. The throw was bad. The route was bad. It's everything. Everything was bad. I was ugly, man. But um, Tennessee Titans, they get a win over the Broncos. Broncos score a measly 10 points coming off a of bye week. They fall to three and six. Uh, Russ looked look bad late in the game. I actually picked the Broncos in this one. I thought coming you off picked the bye the week. Yeah, I picked the Broncos, man. They had to win in London. Bye week. I said, all right, they're going to come back, roll the second half. Bamboos with my man, D. Buck. The tight Tannehill, man. I ain't really have faith in Tannehill like that. I'm going to keep it a buck. But I should have had more faith in him than Russell Wilson. Russell, this defense, man, I think they're giving up like 15 points a game or something crazy like that. And sitting at three and six right now, somebody asked a conversation of maybe last week about, hey, offense or defense ever get, you know, start pointing fingers and look. You get that 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 offense gets some side eyes across 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 the team meet room at this point. Like, what that's, the fuck y'all doing up here? This that's, ugly. Ugly. that's ugly for sure, man. Um, but the Bron- I think the, the Broncos are who they are, man. Our defense, a, a good defense, but the offense just can't score. You know, um, one get you know one of your top receivers get out with Jerry Jerry Judy. Um, got injured injured his ankle, um, yesterday, man. So. Here, man, it's definitely it is what it is, man. Broncos are not a good team. I say team, team. You know, defensively, they they are they are good, but as a team, it's not looking good for them right now, man. So not looking good. And the Tennessee Titans moved to six and three, so they got a a a, a good hold, good lead on that AFC South right now. Um, my Dolphins. What color Tom got? Tom got them UM colors back there. UM colors, yeah. But uh, Dolphins moved to seven and three, uh, going into their bye week. Put up a thirty, put up thirty nine points, almost a forty burger on the Browns. Uh, Browns fall to three and six. Um, tour, tour. Hold on, actually, tour right now. Another unbelievable week. Right now, where tour ranks in some important passing categories. First in passer rating. First and third down passer rating, first and fourth quarter passer rating, red zone passer rating, and yards per attempt. He's first across the board right now through 10 games. Well, shit, what, seven games for him. Uh, but he's playing um, He's playing unbelievable right now. That offense is rolling. Uh, you know, I expect the defense to continue to get better, better as they get healthier, as Chubb kind of gets fully into the fold. Um, Browns put up 17, but this game was never really – it wasn't really a game after the first quarter, quarter and a half. But uh, any takeaways from my Dolphins, who are currently leading that AFC East? Yeah, man, Dolphins playing good ball. They're playing really good ball, man. Um, you know, they got a three-headed monster as far as at, at receivers. Um, obviously, Cheetah, Waddle, um, Trent Sheffield, man, he's playing great ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you get the acquisition of Wilson uh, running the rock. Yeah. So that offense, man, is, is is looking 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 really good. It's not an offense that you really want to see. We talk about it all the time with uh the two speedsters out there. Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, you just ran off what Tua was doing at the quarterback position, man. So when you're um, when you have those type of weapons outside and, you know, running at the running back position and your quarterback is very, very, very efficient. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's scary. Then just talk about the defense. Defense is playing well, too, man. So your Dolphins looking good, man. They sitting at the top of the, of the division, man. So, again, you know, they have, what, seven games left. We'll see how they can finish off this uh Finish off the regular season, man, and see see what happens when they get into the offs. Um, Seven games. Yeah, the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson, man, he's oh, yeah. able to start practicing now. You know, with the team, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a long long road for the Browns, I think, for the rest of this for the rest of the season. Yeah, right there. Which um, Pittsburgh beat uh, Pittsburgh moved to three and six. Saints fall to three and seven. Steelers win 20 to 10 at home. Uh, did you have the Steelers winning this? One? I picked the Steelers in this one, actually. I picked the uh, funky, funky ass Saints, man. Man, I wonder if they go back to Jameis at any point. Man, who, man, throw them away. When the key bad, throw them away. Damn. Damn, Saints. Well, we ain't gonna spend too much time. We Steelers win 20 to 10. I picked the Steelers. Soon as I saw TJ Watt was back in the lineup, um, but they got to win. Help the Saints to ten points. Minka is out. I think he'll be out a, a, another week with the appendectomy. I feel like a few players don't have to get that this year, but um, uh, obviously hoping and praying for a speedy recovery for him. But uh, shout out to Steelers getting a win at home. Uh, another ah, who cares game. But uh, three and six Lions. Lions squeaked out one against the Bears. Man, Justin Fields is playing is playing well, better every week. He's he's a he's an absolute problem. I think last month the Bears been leading the league and scoring, yeah. but I won a game. So three and seven. Um, you know it's no more victories in this. I think this was MCDC's first road win. Like, road win, yeah, I've seen ever? that too. And it's yeah, career. damn, yeah. wow, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's but like you said, man, good win by the Lions. Good win by the Lions. Justin Fields playing better. Um, he just got to start doing more um, to expose like what's in Justin Fields' wheelhouse, man. Because that he gets in that open field, man. Like he he's he's scared, you know. Um, but playing good ball, playing decent ball, I would say. I say decent ball. Putting up points, giving him a chance. Um, <clears throat> Giants took care of business coming off a of bye week. One covered against the Texans. Texans now fall to one seven and one. Before this game, the Texans actually took away Brandon Cook's captaincy, uh, which was, I guess, interesting to see. But to Texans right now, but Giants moved to seven and two. Saquon had another big day. Um, but yeah. I guess that's that's enough from this game. Any takeaways from this? Nah, hell no, nah. ain't no no enough from this game. Hey, shout out to the G men, man. Daniel Jones out there doing what he do. Nah, I ain't about to shit on my man. Hey, shout nah, out nah, DJ. Nah, man. Shit, it's hey, it's hey, shout out to DJ. We gotta give the Giants more talk, man. They 72. Nobody thought they would be sitting at 72 right now. So Nobody thought that. Rookie um, head coach. Rookie head coach coming in doing what he does. He got the coach. Yeah. Um, in the locker room, he got these guys playing well. Yeah. Pay the man. They ain't want to, you know, pay the man. Saquon, Daniel Jones. 
Oh, Danny, okay. Yeah, they, DJ, they, they Danny Dimes. Pay that guy. They have an extension toss for Saquon. As they should. Saquon, you know, it's been it's been rough. It's been a, a rough little road, you know, battling some injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, but then he said early in the season, fuck what all y'all talking about. I'm 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 back on my BS, you know what I mean? And he's and they're leaning on him. They're leaning on him. He's he's playing um some great ball, man. So shout out to the G men, man. They seven and two, man. We gotta get them, we gotta get them some love, man. Shout out to G Men. Seven and two. Nobody had him there. Nobody. 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 Shit. Shout out to Brian Dayball in, in, in the mob, man. Kansas City Chiefs at seven and two as well. Uh beating the three and seven Jacksonville Jaguars. Chiefs won. Chiefs covered. I believe this was the biggest margin of victory on yesterday across the league, which is wild, which says a lot about um the parity in the league right now. A lot of close games um every week it seems like but um chiefs beat the jags um you know expected mahomes looks great offense looks great jaguar you know put up a little fight you know they still showing someone some sparks here and there but um any takeaways from either one of these teams chiefs still rolling man chiefs chiefs look good yeah man chiefs look good man um Again, there was a lot of talk as we we've talked about before them, um, you know, moving on from Cheetah, man. But that offense, man, Andy Reid, Eric B. Enemy, Patrick Mahomes, um, Kelsey, you know, they just, you know, signed Kadarius Tony, man. And he's, you know, a joystick out there, man. So that offense has been rolling. Defense playing well. Um, I actually, you know, kind of moved my teams around, you know, before I had. You know, the Bills, you know, coming out that AFC. I ain't going to jump off the train just yet. But Sound Chiefs, like it. Chiefs are looking real good. I would say that. The Chiefs looking good, man. Um, My Jags, I said there was going to be a team to look out for early in the year. The Jags are jagging. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But oh, shout out to the Chiefs, man. Chiefs playing some really good ball right now. Never, never, yeah, never left. Didn't fall off a bit. Um, seven and two, playing some good ball. And yeah, for me, it'll be between the Dolphins and the Chiefs right now on that on that uh, AFC side. Fins can't and argue with that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, can't count out the Bills either. You know, once again, they got obviously all the talent. They got the roster. They got the coaching staff. Um, so I'm sure they'll they'll be right in it. We already talked about this one. Shout out to the coach. Shout out to Jeff Saturday. Dallas Green Bay. This was a big matchup yesterday. Dallas had a, a four and a half point spread. They were favored by um, on the road at the Packers late in the game. They were up 28-14, I believe. Look up and the Packers win 31-28 in overtime. You saw the excitement from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, five losses in a row. Um I'm sure this one meant a lot to him with Mike McCarthy being on that other sideline. But um, Dallas, they fall to six and three right now. Packers move to four and six. Now, last week on our is it is what it is. I think we both kind of said the Packers might be done. They might be dead. Seven games left for them. Obviously, Vikings got a stronghold on that NFC North. What's your thoughts on the Packers right now? Is this is this a win 
that can that can get them get them back going. It is it it's probably a possibility. Um, but then when you just look at that that NFC, like I'm not 100 percent sure they can squeak in. You know, obviously you got to look at their schedule, see what the what their remaining their schedule is. So you got the the NFC East is strong right now. You got the Eagles, you got the Giants, you got the Cowboys, and then um, NFC North you got the Vikings. The Bucks will get in there, and then the NFC West. I feel like you know, Seahawks and Niners could could potentially get in there before the Packers, man. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, man. But you know, on that game though, I want to shout out two 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 our two our young boys, man. First, Christian Watson, man. Christian Watson had a Hell of a game. First rookie since 1978 to score three receiving touchdowns in a game. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the first game this year with the big drop, and it was just a lot of talk about yeah, the receivers. Early in this one, too. Yeah, man. So for him to come back and you know finish strong on mm-hmm. um, three tugs, man. I'm happy to see it for the young fella, man. And we actually got an interview with Christian Watson that we gonna we gonna cut up and we're gonna get out for you guys, man. So shout out to Christian Watson. And then another one of our young boys, man, Rudy Ford. Rudy Ford. Man, one of my young boys I played with out in AZ, man, had two huge interceptions um, against Dak last night um, in the second quarter, five minutes apart, man. Um, two huge plays, man, two huge plays. So shout out to the young boy, Rudy, man. I was actually trying to get him on the show this morning, but big shout out. Love, to see, man. love to see the young boys out there making plays. Taking facts. advantage of their opportunities. Facts, facts. So four and six. I mean, no. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, terrible starts for them to their standard in this first half of the season. But as we say a lot, a lot of ball left. You know, obviously some of these good teams that aren't really used to being in those positions, second half of the season, this is like, all right, we know what teams – the scheme is the scheme at this point. You know, teams yeah. kind of know who they are. Opponents know who – who guys are when they come into the building. So now, and it's already been close games week in, week out. So now it's going to get, um, it's going to get, this is nut cutting time now. So, um, possibly so, next round. So, do they make the off? Be but. Do they make the playoffs sitting at four and six right now? Do they make a run? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think they dug themselves in too deep of a hole. And if you look at that whole roster, yes, Aaron Rodgers have been there and been in that position a lot, but all those guys around them, not really, especially on that offensive side. And the defense, coming into the year, you would think that defense could kind of carry them a little bit, but they ain't really yeah. been holding up their end of the bargain. So uh, I'm going to say no. And to your point, you look at these NFC teams again, Once obviously every division winner is going to get in, so that's four. Uh, if I had to pick those right now, it'll be the Eagles, Vikings, Bucks, and I'll pick the Niners to win the West right now. But um, Seahawks may get in. Giants and Cowboys may get in. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I'm going to say no, but shit, hey, stranger things have happened for sure. No, no doubt. No doubt about that. Man, these Cardinals. Cardinals at Rams. Another divisional matchup. Both starting quarterbacks. Sideline. Um, mm-hmm. Cardinals were able to win this one 27-17. Um, any takeaways from this game? 
Nah, you know, like you said, two, two of the, you know, backup quarterbacks, you obviously don't expect to be playing beyond probably this game. I think uh, I think Kyler and Matt Stafford most likely be starting for their teams next week. Kyler was out with a hamstring. Stafford was out with a concussion. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like who, for me at least, when I went to pick this one, it was like who Quarter, quarterback. was I more comfortable with? And I was more comfortable with Colt McCoy. No doubt. This one. So, um, literally why I went with him. But, uh. Yeah, no, no, I don't think either one of these teams end up making the playoffs this year either. Um, which is surprising coming into this year. I would have probably I would have expected both of these teams to at least been in the fight, but Cardinals at four and six, Rams at three and six right now. They still got a ton to figure out. That, that Super Bowl hangover is real. Real. Uh, we got the uh L.A. Chargers on Sunday Night Football. They took ho, it out. We can't introduce them that way. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, D-Bug. We can't introduce we them that way. There you Los Angeles Chargers. There you go. There you go. Took the L on Sunday Night Football to the to A.B.'s former team, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G, he, he moved to another – like I think a ten and two record in games where he hasn't thrown a touchdown, uh, but he he did enough. He did enough, especially the second half. Forty nine ers this defense obviously you know pretty much shut the Chargers out the second half of the game. They went twenty two to sixteen. Chargers got to get some weapons back on offense. Missing Mike, missing Keenan. No excuses, no explanations. Uh, but both of these teams are at five and four after this one. Um, I said it earlier. I think the, the, the 49ers down the stretch, I think they're going to put a, put a good, you know, eight games together and end up winning that NFC West. Yeah. Uh, getting back into the offs, how deep they go, who knows. But they got a really good defense and got a lot of weapons on offense. Um, and the Chargers, they can get healthy. They can still go on the run, I believe. Um, but, yeah, what were, any takeaways from this Sunday night game? Man, players getting ejected. That shit, I don't like that shit. I don't like that. I don't like, I don't that, like that. Um, it's a physical game. Um, I understand, you know, protecting the players, but hey, like, like things are gonna happen, man. Things gonna happen. So hopefully this offseason, man, we can kind of come back to the table, man, and, and, and reevaluate some things because you know, we 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 don't want to take away too much of the physicality of the game because based at the end of the day that's what it is like mm-hmm. penalty cool um that's that, that's cool but I, I hate seeing players get ejected so you know we'll we'll, we'll see but other than that like you said man Niners defense playing playing well flying around um you know excuses for the charges you know injuries everybody deal with that um but you know, solid game. Solid game. Uh, I got a question. When a player gets fined, can they make payments on the fine? Man, hell no. Nah. They taking out your check. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no payment. No payment plan, fam. Sure. They taking that out the next, your next game check. You best believe they're going to take that out. No questions facts. asked. Facts, facts. Um... I don't know what pin what pin comment. Um keep talking about I just saw it in the comments. But uh on the AFC side, we looked at the NFC side uh, as far as the divisions go and where teams are at. Let's look on the AFC side real quick. I'll start on the AFC East. 
I do the uh, East and the West. Got Dolphins at the top, 73. Jets, 6-3. Bills, 6-3. Patriots, 5-4. and four. I believe the Jets beat the Patriots next week while the Dolphins are on the bye week. They will actually be number one in the AFC East because they got the top mm. of the Dolphins right now, which would be crazy. Um, then the AFC West. Uh, you got the Chiefs sitting at seven and two. The Chargers at five and four. Broncos at three and six. Raiders at two and seven. Mm-hmm. Then we go over to the AFC North. The Ravens at the top of that division at six and three. Then you had the Bengals five and four. Browns three and six, and your Steelers at three and six as well. The AFC South: the Titans at six and three. Colts at four, five, and one. Jags three and seven, and your Texans one, seven, and one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And before we get to this Commanders Eagles preview for Monday Night Football to wrap up week 10, which is crazy. Already about to wrap up week 10 and going into week 11. Uh, mind by. Facts. Uh, we had the um, Brazil Grand Prix yesterday, and George Russell, he got his first win, his maiden win. Um, and Mercedes, Mercedes got their first win of the season. Um, which is crazy. First win of the season in Brazil. They ended up finishing 1-2. Russell at 1. Lewis Hamilton finished at 2. It was funny, too, because at the end of uh, – and the, the, one of my favorite things about these races, you can hear the driver talking to, like, their pit wall, like, essentially their coaches and team strategists and stuff like that. And every team has two cars on the track. So um, it was a lot of a lot of drivers because at this point in the game, Max has already won the, the drivers' championship, but people still want to, you know, come in second, come in third, whatever like that. So you hear drivers calling basically to the coach, uh, "Hey, you know, let's think about points here. Like, let's have us switch positions. If I'm in fourth and I'm in fifth, let's have this guy switch." So Max, so you heard Leclerc was trying to switch with his teammate to, so that he ends up P two or second place in the championship. And then Perez, the second driver, the second seat with Red Bull, Max Verstappen's teammate, um, who has helped Max these last two years to win the back-to-back championships a lot. Yeah. He was in a position where he wanted to switch with Max from like seven to six. So Max was in six. He wanted to switch to get to six so he can get the extra points. The team comes over the radio, tells Max, hey, let Perez through. <laughs> this dude, Max, on the radio. It's like, no. And I told y'all, stop asking me that shit, too. We had Dang. a conversation. I told y'all my reasons. Don't ask me that again. Is it understood? <laughs> so then Perez is asked about it after the race, and he's like, like that really shows who he is. Um, uh, you know, a- after all the help I've given him these last two years, yeah. you know, it was so that was, um, that was, that was, that was crazy. So it, this was the response. I think Max has two championships. It's thanks to me. And he, it, it is true. You need a lot of teamwork. Sometimes you got to block the cars behind. Sometimes it's a strategy with pit stops. So um Damn, that that's tough, man. That's tough. Like you might gotta you might gotta see me, man. Bro, it was it was wise. That's, that's that's tough, you know. I actually recorded the uh is the uh tone said a video in there too? Oh, word okay. I just played a video. Max, let Checo through, please. Max, what happened? 
I told you already last time. I, I, you guys don't ask that again to me. Okay? Are we clear about that? I gave my reasons and I stand by it. Now, mind you, once again, this dude sold up the championship two weeks ago, I think, two races ago. And Checo's teammate is just trying to finish in second place, which is a huge team accomplishment. I don't think Red Bull as a team has ever finished one and two in the Drivers' Championship. Right. Well, uh, not only is that like a slap in the face to his teammate, but it's a slap in the face to the whole team. So the this is team, yeah. huh? So so where so where so since he didn't let him through, where will Perez finish now? It it will still come down to the lat the final race, which is in Abu Dhabi. Um. And it'll depend on, you know, how he qualifies and where he finished in that race. But him, I think the difference between him and Charles Leclerc for second place is maybe like 14 points. But like literally in this shit like this, like every point counts. So you get a point for fastest lap. Um, you get obviously different points depending on how high you finish in these race. So uh, this would be a big deal for Red Bull. It'd be a big deal for literally everybody except Max. Like it, it wouldn't necessarily change anything for him. So um, this is uh, and this is the last video. And then we heard the team, I think, at the end ask you to give the position to check if you couldn't pass Fernando. What happened there? Well, I, uh, I have my reasons for that. Uh, we just, just discussed that. And I think it was good that we finally just sat together and, and talked about it uh, and basically just move forward, you know, from here. Um, and, uh, yeah, for sure. If we go to Dhabi, then, uh, and he needs to. Because they're tight, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's all about who finishes ahead anyway. So if he needs the help, I'll be there. But it's good that we first, you know, talked about it now and, and basically cleared everything what was there, why I didn't do it. Boy, you full of shit. <laughs> Absolutely full of shit. I don't like that. I love how he drives. I love that type of shit. But it's always something to be a teammate and being a leader. You are the number one. Obviously, you got alpha on that team. but. I don't like that shit at all. Hey, at all. Perez, man, go out there and do your thing, bro. <laughs> I hope this starts the Perez villain era. But yeah. shout out to AB, man. Hey, I'll tell y'all people, man, like, just use the cheat sheet. Just use the cheat sheet, man. My man called me and said, hey, man, I appreciate you. I use your, your, I use your picks. 250, man, one of 6,000. I love to see it, man. That's nice what we here for. The man and man pod, man. That's what we here for. Nice little flip, man. You had the he had the Giants money line, had the Titans covering the spread, the Chiefs covering the spread, the Dolphins money line, and then the Vikings money line and flipped 250 to six bands. So gotta love that. Mm-hmm. And uh tonight's game, the four and five Washington Commanders. At the undefeated eight and zero, my Philadelphia Eagles, led by Jalen Hurts, MVP favorite right now, at least in my book, favored by ten and a half points. Now, said it earlier, all the games this week, nobody won by more than ten points, and they're coming into this divisional game on prime time at home, favored by ten and a half. Uh, who you going on this one? I'm going with the Eagles, man. I'm going with the Eagles. And I got them covering. Mm. I think it, it could be a tough game. You know, divisional matchup, 8-0. I was asked this last week just as far as being on an undefeated team right now. 
in the middle of the season? Like how much pressure is it on the team to continue to hear, hey, can you go undefeated? Can you go 17-0? and 0? Um, I think it, it's tough. It's tough. But I, th- I like the way the Eagles are playing. They're playing well, and hopefully, you know, they got the mindset that the commanders going to come out there and give them their best shot, man. So I got Philly. Um, I got them winning, and I got them covering. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the trends on this one, man. I, and it's a divisional game. I wouldn't call it a trap game because, like you said, they, they know they're coming, man. They know they're coming to play. Pause. They know they're coming to play ball. Um, but at home, I do have the Philadelphia Eagles winning and moving to 9-0. Um, but I think the commanders, just like last week when they played the Vikings, it was a dog fight. And I think it's going to be a dog fight. Um, I like what the – Commanders got up front on defense. They're going to come out and play defense. So I'm going to take the Commanders plus 10 and a half, but I definitely got the Eagles winning this game. And as usual, every week after I get off this call, I'm going to put a a nice little same game parlay together for this Monday night game. And I'm looking at some of these props right now. I'm going to need AB. you kind of hot right now. I'm going to need you to help me out with some of these. Well, who who, who you got us anytime score up there? You know, the, the favorites right now, Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts, they both at minus 110. They got A.J. Brown. He's next, plus 115. Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. So the first five guys are all Eagles. I and like A.J. Brown anytime score. A.J., okay. And then you got Brian Robinson at plus 230. Scary Terry at plus 250. And then Antonio Gibson at plus 270. So, um, I, you know what? I might even put the. I ain't going to put it on the same game parlay, but Philadelphia defense, they have plus 490 to score. Like they might, defense? Yeah, they might get one. John Dotson, he's back in the lineup. Fantastic rookie wide receiver for the Washington Commanders. He's at plus yeah. 490 to score. And then um, I'm going to find one of these, though. And then uh, let's see the passing props. <clears throat> Go to catches for me. Go to catches. I don't think I can put catches you on the parlay, but I, I I looked though for sure. Uh, passing props, Hurts is set at two forty. Taylor Heineke is set at two thirteen and a half. I'm going over on that um, that two forty. Now I can't put these on the same game parlay, but the receptions props, AJ Brown five and a half. Bro, they stick at that five and a half. He's been five six for the past <laughs> few weeks. Facts. Dallas Goddard. Uh, four and a half, Devontae Smith, four and a half, Antonio Gibson, three and a half, Terry McLaurin, four and a half. And his over is plus 118. I don't know what he's been doing, but I'm gonna take that one. Plus 118 for five catches, Terry Matt. Man, that defense has been rolling though, D. But I know, but you gotta throw Terry, gotta get five. That's screen. I, I mean, I like the five, the one eighteen. I'm saying that's plus plus one eighteen. Plus one eighteen. Okay, plus one eighteen. I like the five. I like the five on that. I like the I like the four and a half on D Smith, and I like that five and a half on AJ Brown too. What about Jalen Hurts rushing prop? Forty two and a half yards. How you feel about that? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> you like it? Like that? Yeah. I think I like that too, man. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a. We have some shit together. Actually, you know what? Let's well do our first fan duel, official fan duel read. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Let me go ahead and find this thing. Boom. 
Do, do, do. Football season. I'm going to read this thing verbatim. And you know what? Let me go ahead and put this disclaimer up here for y'all that are watching. Bam. But football season is underway. So now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's a free bet back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code M2M Live. All right. So um, this one, I like, like I tell you, I like. Washington plus 10 and a half tonight. And I told you the props I already like. Uh AB, what you said you liked again tonight? You you like the I like the AJ Brown anytime score. Um I like Jalen Hurts. Um ru- the Russian prep uh prop. Well, damn, Russian prop. Mm-hmm. Yep, Russian prop. And then I also like um D Smith and the AJ Brown um catches. Okay. Okay, you heard the man. And, um, yeah, you can combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with the same game parlay. That's obviously player props, spread, all that. Then you got live betting. You'll get updated odds as the game is going on live, even when the game is already started. Now, the app is safe, secure, and super easy to use, and you'll get paid fast. Once again, sign up today and use the promo code M2MLIVE for your no-sweat first bet. Now, once again, I got to read this disclaimer for the people listening and not watching. 21 plus in select states, first online real money wager only. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1 800 next step or text next step to 53342 NAZ. 1 888 789 777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. God dang. 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. <laughs> Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, and then 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee, red line, all right? This is all, if everybody got a gambling habit, these are the numbers you need, all right? 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Please don't develop a gambling problem. We always tell you, have fun with it. Use that trick, bad money, and have fun. Man. But use a cheat sheet. Use a cheat sheet, too. I'll tell you that, too, now. Yes, sir. Woo, you good? You good over there? You caught your breath? Water, bro. Man. You definitely got the knife on. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, shout out to my Yukon Huskies, too, man. I don't know what Howard did this weekend. Oh, we got to win. Damn, I should have my hype video in here. 
You know what I mean? Because I got I got my guys right. I talked to my guys before the BC game, Boston College. We never beat them in school history. Went out there and got a dub. Damn, never in school history. We ain't know. We ain't. We ain't Damn. Times, but I, 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 I didn't even know that was like in today's world. I didn't even know it was like schools like that. Like they never beat a school that y'all play every year. Nah, and y'all never beat them. No, nah, school we, history. Definitely, definitely don't play them every year. Never was in the same conference, but it's just a New England thing. So you play, they did play back in like the early, you know, 1900s and shit when we Damn. probably have oh, know, brothers on the team. But uh, first time I beat Boston College School history earlier. Then I went to the FIU game, beat them in their homecoming, and then we just beat 19th ranked Liberty to make our team bowl eligible for the first time since 2015. Um, and I. Yo, this this is wild right now, yo. This is wild. <laughs> hey, y'all gonna, gonna, gonna cut this shit out because Jim Moore got UConn coming back, all right? We hey, this back in the building one more. Hopefully they send us bowling, and I will be there on the sideline. You better believe. No, this wild. First, you say you never, you never, y'all never beat BC in in school history. Like that's wild. Up like until this year, up up until this year, and now we celebrating y'all beating Liberty. Like I never, I never would have thought like you'd be up here celebrating beating Liberty. Top 20 football, bro. You know what? Do you know the depths that UConn football was it? Man, we was they was talking about I mean, I know, I mean no, nobody's talking about UConn football, so I would not exactly. know the depth that y'all were y'all were in. Exactly. Nobody's but, talking about it. And that's abnormal. All right. UConn is always a part of the football conversation. So now we back. Thank you, Jim Moore. I, I respect it. I respect it, man. Shout out to Howard University, man. We got a dub this past weekend on Senior Day. Um, we got one more, man. We get one more win, man. We share. <clears throat> we share with North Carolina Central the MIAC title. So, so who, who will go and North, play? Um, North okay. Carolina Central is going to go play um, in the MIAC SWAT in Atlanta on December. But we do get this win. We'll have a share of the MIAC title. So that's good stuff, man. Shout out MIAC, man. Shout out Howard University, the Mecca. Uh, you heard it, man. The Mecca. But yeah, man. You come. Disrespecting. Everybody disrespecting. Everybody disrespecting. Okay. Okay. Shout out you come, baby. Okay. Okay. So, I want to click all these. I want to be able to revisit this next year on the pod. You know what I'm saying? We in the college football playoff. Nah, I'm, you know, it's going to take time. We getting back, man. I'm happy. All right. I'm excited. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. You got school. I'm proud of my guys, man. Ain't right, ain't right back. As you should be, man. Hey, man. Y'all start your week off right. As always, man, get you 30 minutes in. Um, that's it, man. Whether it's walking, you know, doing some high knees, jump rope, or whatever, man. Get you 30, 30 minutes in, get your heart rate up, get you a little sweat. Yeah. Health is wealth, man. Do all that. Do all that, man. Um, so enjoy the game tonight. I know I will. 
I know I'm watching it yet, but um, hopefully my Eagles. And I saw somebody put in here too. I claim seventy six percent of the teams. Ha 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 ha! We get it. We know what teams I I ride with coming into the year. All right, but for those who don't know, Dolphins lifetime contract there. Colts, y'all already know what it is with the Colts. Second home, football home. Uh. Philadelphia Eagles, I became a huge fan when they took Jalen Hurts, one of my favorite young quarterbacks in the league. And then my other favorite young quarterback in the league. Now I got three of them now, Herbert, Hurts, and Tua. But uh, Justin Herbert out there in L.A. So those are my four, those are my four squad. Hey, sue me. That's who I rock with. You know what I'm saying? And look like it's going to be Dolphins, Eagles in the Super Bowl. You heard it here first, but those are my guys. Those are my guys. Nikita, you probably wearing the NFL hat. I wear that before I wear that Saints hat anywhere right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that shit trash too. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate As always, y'all. tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that like button. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, all that, man. Um, our second installment of It Is What It Is Monday. Before we get up out of here, is there anything else that we didn't cover? To let the people know it is what it is at this point. Um, I think we did a good job, D Buck. I'm right there with you. I think we, I think we pretty much covered it. AB. He backtracked. He put the Packers back in the playoffs. Uh, Tom Brady definitely didn't do that, but go Tom ahead. Tom Brady he, he, he may finish this season twelve and five. They sitting at five and five right now, undefeated since. You know, putting in that paperwork. Um, Josh McDaniels. You think Josh McDaniels survived this 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 season or beyond? No, no. I, think I, I would not say beyond. Maybe, maybe season. Maybe the season. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the season, but I don't see beyond. They gave him a lot of money. They gave him a lot of money. Uh, yeah, they gave him a lot of money, but uh. It's ugly out there. I saw Derek Carr, you know, getting emotional and, and you know, crying and, and all that shit. And, you know, great leader, you know, led them boys last year through through a lot, dealing with a lot off the field. Um, but as one of my teammates would, would always say, one of our former teammates, Sam, man, ain't no pity parties in football. <laughs> ain't no pity parties in football, so – I better get out there and figure it out, Derek Carr. Um, and another interesting quote from Devontae Adams came out recently. Devontae Adams, when asked about Josh McDaniels' message to the team, we just don't got enough guys that are fully bought into that right now. I think people like the idea, but when it comes time to execute, it don't turn out that way. So, um, you know, something to keep an eye on the receiver. Got the quarterback crying in the media press conference, which, you know, this is the emotional game. He was talking about what guys go through, what guys put their body through to sleep and all these different things that, you know, obviously me and you know that average fan may not. But um, let's see. Hopefully they get to turn around, man. You know, we root for everybody over here. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like like Sandman said, no pity parties, man. No pity Go out there and get it done. Figure it out. But um, appreciate y'all. See y'all Thursday, 10 a.m., same place.
Same time. Go. Other thing, Carr said we got great coaches and teams, and it's caring enough. Before we get up, I got a couple more minutes. Y'all want to shoot some questions in the chat real quick? Hey, B, you gotta get up out of there. Nah, I'm glad. Good. Yeah, hey, I'm glad Josh. I'm glad Josh backed out of that coaching. I, I had some beef <laughs> for a couple years about that too, but I finally let it go coming into this season. I forgot what show I was on, but I said, you know what? I'm I'm letting it go. I'm getting that hate out of my heart. Bygones be bygones. Josh, go do your thing. We end up hiring Frank. Obviously, it didn't work out four years later. Now we got Jeff Saturday. Hey, Jeff Saturday may he may well be the he might be the guy. He might we're be the see. guy. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Hey, who you got? Thomas said the World Cup. Who you got winning it all, man? Get come back, come back to me about a couple weeks. <laughs> come back to me about a couple weeks. Oh no, win it. Uh, hey. No clue, but, you know, hopefully there. Joe Thomas got a video out talking about he was putting his name in the hat for the Cleveland Browns. From Pat Show. And then last week, oh, man. I, I, oh, I man. That was, man. Damn, don't, don't. Amazon halftime show, everybody was going in, except for Tony Gonzalez. And then Tony Gonzalez, so they're doing all the talking back and forth, right? Oh yeah, hey, that thing is with and, and Fitz and and Sherman. Obviously, all those guys played a long time at a very high level in the league, and they obviously had a right to their opinion. But uh, at the end of the conversation, Tony Gonzalez like, "Hey, a lot of people say y'all wouldn't be qualified for this job right now that y'all are doing up here, but y'all y'all doing a pretty good job, right?" And it was kind of like crickets. <laughs> it was kind of like you got you got a point because obviously a lot of us go right into media or shit, Brady. He got a $375 million deal right now on the table for hey, no. I believe. And I'm sure it's been a lot of sports journalists and broadcasts who've been working their whole life to get that opportunity. But Tom fucking Brady. So, um, you know, it happens like that in across businesses. But uh, very interesting. Uh, I saw the stat line from NB game last night. I didn't see the actual game, but that was yeah, the stat line. Stat line was crazy. I gotta find this. This is worth searching the group chat for real quick. But uh, yeah, this motherfucker, like he was in twenty-four hour fitness with us. Fifty-nine points, eleven Shit. boards, eight assists, and seven blocks. <laughs> no one has ever put up those numbers before. That's the rest of the tweet from uh, Stat Muse. Fifty-nine, eleven, eight, and seven. Which is nuts, and I think. Uh, what's that? I say that's a dog. That, that's a dog. I mean, down. And I think Garland, Darius Garland, had fifty-two, I believe, for Cleveland um, last night. And Akiba says November twenty-first, USA plays. Um, what else we got? I got any other questions? Um, 
Molly Ma all laughing for hard and choking the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, the bad the bad had 49-11 the night before. Man. Yeah, man. Y'all ain't got no questions, man. We're about to get up out of here. Appreciate y'all. As always. Thursday. Let's see y'all. I'll be at the Thunderdome. And then you know AP. You don't know where he's going. Yeah, I'll be gonna, right here. He's going to be, he gonna be, be right on the ride. We know that. <laughs> but uh, we'll see y'all. Go on. Peace.